Welcome to the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. My name is Rita Perez. Hello. I've been a travel advisor for over 10 years and am navigating this winding road of entrepreneurship with you. I created this podcast because I wanted to share all the things I've learned from leaders both in and out of our industry that I really wish I would have known way back then. But alas, the important thing is I'm aware of them now and I want you to be too. Ready for this week's show? Let's jump in. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. So nice to have you here again. Uh, We are in for a special treat. We have a rock star guest with us. His name is Charles Sylvia. He has his ECC, of course. He's the Vice President of Industry and Trade Relations with Cruise Lines International Association, or CLIA for short. He He has been an active CLIA member since 1994 when he embarked on a career in cruise sales and marketing as a frontline travel agent at a small brick and mortar agency in his hometown near Cape Cod, Massachusetts. After 16 years specializing in group cruises on the leisure side of the business, he moved to the corporate side, producing meetings, incentives, conferences, and events aboard cruise ships. As well as being a lifelong cruise enthusiast, He is also interested in startup ventures, serving as an advisor to graduate students in Brown University's program in innovation management and entrepreneurship, or PRIME. In his role at CLIA, he champions the interests of CLIA's North American Travel Trade Membership comprised of more than 46,500 travel agency owners and agents, and he serves as primary liaison for the CLIA Strategic Trade Advisory and Review Board, or STAR Board, and the CLIA Trade Relations Committee. Thank you so much for being here today, Charles. Oh, Rita, it is such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm tired after hearing all, all this stuff that you just read. <laughs> it's it's big stuff. You know, what's funny, too, is that sometimes we have to remind ourselves how like kick butt we really are. (laughs) (laughs) That's very kind of you. No, that's great. I'm thrilled to be here and I've been looking forward to to this for a while. Yes. Yes. Likewise. Likewise. I know we've been talking about a lot of different things kind of pre pre coming on board. And I guess the most exciting thing coming up for Clea is cruise 360 that's happening early next year. So can you tell us a little bit more about kind of what, what are the plans coming up? I know we talked a little bit about ship inspections as well. Yes, yes. So Cruise 360 will be here before you know it. As a matter of fact, I keep a little counter on my <laughs> on my laptop to remind me how many days. But um, Cruise 360 is is um, our uh, it's our leading it's our flagship professional development event of the year. And when I say our, I mean Clea's North America Travel Trade Membership Team, and and that's the team that I work on here in the United States and Canada. Uh, supporting travel advisors. Cruise 360 is, I always call it the center of the cruise universe because it brings everyone together uh, under the same roof. And I'm glad that we're going to be back in Fort Lauderdale at the convention center. It's freshly renovated. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. 
Yes, they're, they're also building a hotel, and, and that won't be ready just yet. But the rest of the convention center, you know, new carpeting, and it just and 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 I know that they've got a lot of surprises in store for us in terms of the renovations. It's just going to be like a brand new facility, which we're we're excited about. And believe it or not, Rita, we had the last cruise 360 in july uh, of of this year and mm -hmm. you know it it was a fabulous turnout i think we had more than 1200 travel advisors in attendance and it was a hugely successful event and we were actually the first major live event in north america for travel advisors so and it worked out perfectly so we're looking forward to a really exciting event in in march march 20 29th yes yes no i I really love 360 because, and this is like, I know we'll be getting into this too, is <laughs> very similar to the reason that I love the certification that CLIA offers is because there's lots of different elements. I think when I went to my first 360 and just the destination specific information that was presented, I was like, <gasps> Right. And this was like a couple of years ago. I was like, why has, why has there not been anything like, or how <laughs> have I not known anything about this before that is very comprehensive? It touches, it touches a lot right. of different subjects that we need to be aware of as a travel advisor and travel business owners. That, that's that's spot on, Rita. And, and of course, you don't know about it until you know about it, right? right. And then, wow, it's it's just amazing. I've I've been a regular attendee of Cruise Three Hundred and Sixty, you know, before I even worked for Clea back when I I was working as a travel advisor, and I always found it to be extremely valuable, uh, and that I learned something new every single year. Um, of course, we've, we're excited to say that uh, we'll have our big three general sessions, uh, which occur on Wednesday, Thursday, and Fridays uh, during the day. And mm -hmm. that's, the, and of course, we'll have our des product destination workshops. We'll have our cruise line uh, seminars. So there's so much that is going to be packed in this. And on Thursday night, which is super exciting, is the Oscars of the cruise industry. And that's the, that's the CLIA Cruise Industry Hall of Fame uh, Awards, the CLIA Hall of Fame Cruise Industry Awards, which is so exciting every year. And last year, we it, it really is. It's like the Oscars. And it's it funny is. because the the statuette itself actually weighs the same amount as as the Oscar statuette. Oh, so people no are always shocked. <laughs> They're shocked when they pick it up because it's eight and a half pounds. <laughs> that man, you, no lie. It is really like the Oscars because especially with the different performances that get brought on oh, from the all the different line cruise entertainment lines, it's is like amazing. Jaw dropping. I <laughs> loved it. Now you also do something special for people who have earned their certification for CLIA at Cruise 360. Yes. So um, naturally, uh, CLIA is for travel advisors, an extension of their sales and marketing for their career. Mm -hmm. And we're here to really, just like you said, we're here to educate them. We're here to certify them. And, and remember that CLIA certification, I'm proud to say the ECC at the end, of my, the end of my name, CLIA certification is the only official cruise industry certification. So this is the cruise industry certifying these travel advisors who have worked so hard, regardless of what level they've achieved, worked so hard to achieve their level of certification, we are vouching for them. We're endorsing them. We are certifying them that they are legitimate sellers of cruise travel and that they're experts in their field. And going back to 1994, Rita, that's exactly what I did. 
I used my CLIA certification. My first one I got was ACC back in 95. And I used that as my good housekeeping seal of approval. I even put the CLIA logo on my business cards and I explained to every one of my clients what it meant. Now, that's a very good point too, because I know it's kind of like an alphabet soup, all the different letters that we have. So how can we convey like the importance? Because I mean, we know if we go to the dentist office, it's going to be like a DMD. If we go to our doctor's office, it's the MD. How how do we convey the importance? I I wouldn't say it's an equivalent to that. I mean, a dentist or a doctor, (laughs) but I am not like any other travel advisor either who has not been certified. Absolutely right. So I always say that the letters on our business card and on our email signature, those letters are not there when we earn the certification. Those letters are not there to explain themselves. They're not self-explanatory. They are there to remind us to give a five or 10 second elevator pitch. What I did back, you know, when I was frontline back in the 90s and early 2000s, I would literally point to those letters. I'd point at the CLIA logo. I'd say to my clients, of course, I was a walk-in, you know, uh, brick and mortar, but you could certainly explain it uh, via via, uh, today's communications, whether it be uh, email or chat or what have you. I would always explain succinctly, see this logo right here? That's the Worldwide Cruise Industry Trade Association, the Global Cruise Industry Trade Association. Those letters at the end of my name took me about five years to achieve the, that level of certification. It just means that I am legitimate. I'm, I'm an expert and the, the Cruise Industry Trade Association backs me up. Boom. Yeah. However you want to say it, it just helps you. Here's the thing, Rita, there's 159,000 travel advisors right. in the United States and, and Canada. How do you stay? How do you s- stand out in a sea of sameness? That's really what it's all about. Right. And, and I recently heard this, I don't know where it was, but people are starting to identify themselves as not just a travel advisor or certified travel advisor. And I had never even thought to like use the word certified, but especially like when you're again, like thinking back into the medical profession, a board certified doctor, well, right. I want to go to that doctor instead of a regular doctor that's not board certified. And the big thing is, you know, the, the big thing that, that I took away from it was, is that, and this is true to this day, um, the statistic is 261%. So you've got two types of travel advisors. You've got the advisors that will join CLIA uh, for, the, for the benefits, for the bonus commissions, for the uh, free courses, the online courses, the, uh, the, the discounts on products and services, the upgrades, the access to FAMS. And then you'll have another agent who would join CLIA and take advantage of all that stuff that I just mentioned, but also pursue certification and achieve it. Now that second advisor sells 261%, nearly three times the cruise sales volume. I'm talking strictly cruise here, not land three times the cruise sales volume of the advisor who joins just for the benefits. Now there's no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. We want you to join CLIA. We want you to be part. We need your support in order to serve you. But if I'm, if I'm a travel advisor, I want to sell as many cruises as I possibly can. And that's really what it's all about. Right. Right. And, and kind of going into the certification, uh, so I made a very bold claim to you the other day when we last spoke, <laughs> and I, I am sticking to it. CLIA certification is 
my favorite certification and I have earned my VTA through AST. I have earned my CTA through the Travel Institute. And so this is not me like trying to butter anybody up. (laughs) Uh, This is like genuine. It's my favorite because I felt the other certifications I was studying for a test and training to pass a test. Whereas there's so many different components, there's uh, the, that you had to do a couple ship inspections that you had to do a couple sailings. You had to do some right. sales. Um, you had to do some, I think for the MCC, there are a couple case studies that I had to do. Right. I think again, it is the most comprehensive because we are not just, we're not just knowledge bases. There's a lot of things that encompass our job as travel advisors, our job as travel business owners. It needs to be that full and complete system that you guys honor in your certification program. Well, well, that's just it. I mean, it needs, it needs to be holistic. It needs to be, you know, clear requirements are just that. Um, I love that there, that one of the requirements is personal cruise experience, you know, mm-hmm. and I was just with, I was on a ship uh, last week with 850 travel advisors and they were so excited that their conference was being held on a cruise ship because they could use that conference as one of their personal cruise experiences. Yeah. Certainly ship inspections. I agree. I love, I love taking online courses because you learn so much and you take the test, but it, it shouldn't just be that it, it, it's a, it's a, an holistic approach to looking at your experience as a, as a cruise focused travel advisor. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And that's the first one that, that I had done my certification and it's the only one where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to get my ECC. (laughs) Love it. I love it. (laughs) So when we're thinking about even sales too, I know sales is kind of like a a weird word for a lot of people in the travel industry. And I know that you have like just brilliant sales tips when I see that you're posting um, either on Facebook or LinkedIn. And I'm kind of like the strategic travel entrepreneur is brought to you by mailbox power, harness the power to attract and nurture your clients through something many entrepreneurs have forgotten about the mailbox. Create beautiful custom campaigns and automate annual mailings for birthdays and holidays. And with a pro account, get access to mailboxes not currently on your mailing list that are just waiting for the travel service you offer. Visit my Mailbox Power affiliate link in the show notes to get started today and support this podcast. I feel like it comes so easy to someone like you, but for some of us, we're like, ah, like, how come I can't come up with those ideas? Well, you know what, Rita, I've found that many times the most, most successful salespeople are just natural salespeople, people who, who, people who, you know, the old expression, we can't see the forest for the trees. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we have such incredible talents. I always like to say, if you've ever convinced someone whether it be a family member or a friend to go see the movie that you want to see, then you have sold something, you know? (laughs) Um, And, and certainly that's, that's, that's the case. Um, I think that 
and and I teach a I, I have a, a webinar that I do about kind of like the psychology of sales and our how we self-identify. You would be amazed at how many travel advisors get into the business not really thinking of themselves as salespeople, but we at the end of the day we are salespeople, and mm-hmm. we want to be viewed as advisors. We want to be viewed as consultants because that speaks to a lifelong relationship with our clients in which it's not just selling this one cruise at this one particular moment, but it's, it's a, a long-term relationship where we're, where we're actually help the, helping them realize their dreams and, and improve the quality of their lives. And I really think that we have to focus on removing the stigma of that. I mean, we've all been there. We've always been, we've all been in the electronic store where, you know, we want to buy the TV right. and somebody unqualified. It's usually someone who doesn't know enough about the products and, and, and they expect you to buy something from them uh, without check ticking all the boxes and without earning the sale, earning the right to ask for the sale. And so, so that's really what we try to teach at CLIA is we try to teach how to, how to elevate yourself on every level, whether it's marketing yourself as a cruise-focused travel advisor, whether it's the sales aspect, how to close without seeming too, uh, too schmaltzy, you know, too mm-hmm. artificial. We really look at it from, a, from an organic, natural standpoint, yeah. but from an ultimately professional standpoint. And it, and it means that uh, you are selling and you're selling, you know, I was a seven-figure travel advisor selling cruises only, um, but not for a minute did any of my clients feel sold to in the negative sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think something that you, that I picked out from what you said too, is that it at its core it really is. And I keep saying this, it's really about building relationships with other people. I just, so I specialize in cruise ship retreats. I have a podcast about cruise ship retreats and I got a pitch recently about uh, somebody who is in the agricultural community wanting to be on my podcast because they can talk about how fishing is so good for agriculture or something to that effect. And I was like, well, clearly you don't know your, your audience, which I think is <laughs> the basis of building those relationships, knowing who you're going to be selling to. You know, what's funny, Rita, the greatest piece of advice I was ever given, uh, in terms of my sales career was, and it was a gentleman by the name of Fernando. Uh, he was a sales mentor of mine and, and kind of like a father of mine. And Fernando taught me, he said, Charlie, you have, Charlie, you have, he had a thick Portuguese accent. We're all Portuguese where I live. And he said, Charlie, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. You should, you should listen twice as much as you talk. And you know what? That stayed with me. And, and, and not just listen, but hear what your what your clients are saying to you, uh, not just say okay this 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 and this and ticking off boxes, but to but to really understand. I would ask some probing questions. One of the best mm-hmm. questions that I ever asked my clients, and I'd ask almost every single time, is "Tell me more." And it's not even a question; it's a request. You know, it's "Tell me more." You know, someone would come in to say, you know. Uh, my husband and I are looking to get away. We finally uh, lined up our calendars so our vacations work out. And, and we really just, we really just want to book this cruise. And, and the, my, my folks are taking our kids and, and I'd say, that's terrific. That's terrific. So you're looking to get away. You, you're looking, I'd say, tell me more, tell me more about this vacation and why you need it. And you know what, Rita, people would open up to me. They tell me things like, well, you know, we've been going through a rough patch and, you know, I'm just trying to, trying to, 
trying to focus on just the two of us. They would open their hearts. They would open the, and that's really what you're talking about, Rita, when you're talking about relationships, you're right. not saying, you know, I have a cruise, you need to buy the cruise, you have money. You know, it's not about the transaction. Right. It's about fulfilling their needs and helping them, helping them, helping them achieve something greater than just the vacation. And, and honestly, I know it sounds, might sound a little silly to some, but that's really where the keel meets the water in developing these lifelong relationships. Yes. No, I like my heart is bursting over here because it really is all about that heart centered service that it's not just a cruise vacation. It's not just a trip to Ireland. It's not just a safari vacation. There is something underneath. And I think a lot of people get distracted by needing to know certain demographics where really it doesn't matter if I'm a man, if I'm a woman, if I'm non-binary, it matters what my deepest, strongest desires are. So what, what does your client really desire from the vacation? Cause I've actually had someone funny that you mentioned it, that they're like, I just need to get away. Our family just really needs to get away. Cause I had mentioned well, maybe instead of 14 days, maybe you want to do 10 days. And they're like, no, we really need to get, we really need to get away. Yeah. And you know, when they open their hearts to you like that, that, that means that you're doing the right thing. When you, uh, to a lot of people, they might feel a little uncomfortable learning too much about their clients, but you need to embrace it. You really need to embrace it because then you're becoming someone special to them. You're becoming mm -hmm. a trusted advisor to them. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it's all about. It's all about the trust. And the more they reveal to you, the more responsibility you have to them, really. Uh, my, my boss used to tell me, Steve, Steve Jonas was my, my first agency owner. He was the person who hired me and got me into the business. And he said to me, he said, you know what, Charlie, these people have worked for 50 or 51 weeks out of the year yeah to earn the right, earn the pleasure, the privilege, not privilege, but you know what I mean? Earn the, to have the ability to walk through my door and sit at your desk and you darn well better take that responsibility seriously. And he drove that into me. And you know what I did? I realized that people aren't numbers. I mean, yeah, we all have the occasional person who calls you and uses you for a quote, but if you get really good at what you do, you see through that when people come to you, they are, they, they have worked so hard to be able to be there. And so you better take it seriously and, and treat them with the respect they deserve. Yes. No, I, I love that. It is a huge responsibility. They don't have to do business with us. They can do business with anybody else. So you need to treat, treat it like that, that it is a privilege and you have their future vacation memories, no matter what the intention is for at disposal. So what are you going to do with that? And I hope and it's I, a kick bomb job. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's the, those are the two things. You know, I know it's a little cliche, but we should all seek to under promise and over deliver. And that's an internal term, folks. You know, I once heard a salesperson say that, oh, I'm going to under promise and over deliver to you, sir. <laughs> Just said that to a client. And I'm like, no, that's that's something you say in your head. You know, that's not something right. you say out loud. But to underpromise and overdeliver. If you tell them you're going to get back to them with a quote at five o'clock, you know you do that knowing that you can get back to them at three o'clock, and you do that and surprise and delight. You know that's really what yeah. it's about: surprise and delight. If you can, if you can master those two art forms, and I do believe that surprise and delight is an art form because so often in life we get just the bare minimum. 
you know, we, 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 mm-hmm. we get, you, you, you buy something or uh, whether it's a goods, whether it's, whether it's goods or a service, uh, you buy something and you get just the bare minimum. And I'm not saying you should get something you're not entitled to, but what I'm saying is it's, isn't it wonderful when we get a little, little something extra yeah. uh, in, in any experience where we're consumers? Yes. Yep. That, that little extra happy that you were, I mean, I'm burning candles from a coaching program that I was just in. There was no <laughs> promise of having like nice candles. <laughs> I uh, love it. Their sales page, but it was just a nice like mid coaching program trinket that they sent us. Yeah. I mean, I was just on um, a cruise ship and, you know, they, they gave us, um, lovely little tote bags, you know, that we could use uh, a, a shore. But then one night they gave us this really special Nate Burkus tote bag, which was Ooh. like, wow, this thing is like a $50 tote bag. And oh, I, I was not expecting that, you know? And of course I, I folded it perfectly and, and I'm going to give it to my mom, but you know, it's like, that was a, that was a surprise and delight kind of a thing. And that's really what it's all about. It's about, differentiating yourself and creating a unique experience because we can all go out there and have an ordinary experience anywhere at a restaurant, at a theater, you know, anywhere we go, a nightclub, whatever. Um, we can all go out there and find ordinary experiences. But when, when someone delivers to us an extraordinary experience, just a little something extra, it stands out. And it's something that your clients will never forget. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I love being able to conclude a little bit of our conversation on, on such a high, fun, vibrant note and (laughs) super, super heartwarming to make sure that we, we are doing those little surprise and delights that our clients need and, and probably do deserve as well as they're heading out or while they're on their vacations. Thank you so much for being here. Where can people connect with you to get more of your insights? Absolutely. So you can reach a, um, I am on all of the major social media platforms. My handle is at Clea, C-L-I-A, Veep. V is in victory, E is in echo, E is in echo, P is in papa. Clea Veep on all of the majors. And also now uh, we're open for business. We're open enrollment for 2022. So now is the time to join Clea, whether you're a travel agency member or an individual agent member. Come on down. We'd love for you to be part of CLIA in 2022. And we promise you that the membership uh, has never had greater value than it does today. So it's a privilege to serve everybody. And Rita, it's been a real pleasure to be on your podcast. Oh, thank you. I loved our conversation. And I hope all of our listeners did too. I will see you guys next week. Have a wonderful week. And please stay connected with Charles and CLIA. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining me on the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. Please subscribe and leave the show a rating on your favorite podcast platform. Oh, and don't forget to take a look at the show notes for important information and links. See you next week.